It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Warriors look to stay hot in the city that never sleeps. And speaking of the city that never sleeps, what is life for Antonio Pierce like without the interim tag? Because Vegas, not New York, but it's close enough. And could the Patriots trade the number three pick? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The Golden State Warriors keep on winning. They can't seem to make up any ground. Eight and two in their last 10 games. And they are still fighting in that play-in spot. Not even top eight right now. Looking up at the Mavericks, at the Kings. Cyrus Atsas from Locked On Warriors joins me now. And, and Cyrus, I, I mentioned this, this hot streak that they're on. Looking like the Warriors we thought they could be. Maybe even better, frankly, with some of the young pieces who are coming through here. Um, but they're doing it with Clay Thompson on the bench and some of the changes with these younger guys. What has, what has that given them? Defense. Um, that's, I think that's the first and foremost thing you're noticing in terms of the young players stepping up. Sorry about my puppy. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, but it, it, defensively, this is, I believe the second time in four games where the golden state warriors have held an opponent below a hundred points, which in today's NBA is all the more fascinating. They went tonight, hundred to 99, three games ago at home against the Hornets. They, they held them to 84 total points, just 29 points in the first half. So it's defense. It's that's, that's what you're seeing. Um, and before the, the Andrew Wiggins absence, um, you, you noticed uh, Steve Kerr staggering him and Clay Thompson because Wiggins and Clay as a duo this year have a net rating of minus 134. Uh, and collectively those two have been a problem on the defensive side. I know Wiggins has been improving in recent weeks, but He's now out indefinitely, and Moses Moody has stepped in, and Moody is a fantastic defensive player. So that's what the youth has brought. It's brought defense, and it's and that's really what this team has needed. Yeah, the, the starting lineup right now is is Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and three of the young guys. And so maybe maybe that that what whatever they called it the the two timelines thing has actually right. worked out just a little bit later than they thought, and and it got them a title in the meantime. By the way. Um, I feel like we have to reset expectations for Jonathan Kaminga because he was someone coming out of the draft where I was like, okay, we know physically what the talent is, but 
he has, when given opportunities after he had to basically bully Steve Kerr in the media to get him to play, um, he was 25 and eight in the game uh, last night. What have you seen from him and, and how good can Jonathan Kaminga be? Well, as anyone who has been has been an everydayer for Locked On Warriors, they've heard me since Jonathan Kaminga's rookie year advocate for the kid, rave about the kid. I've loved him from day one. And it's been a, a, a point of frustration for me last year when uh, he wasn't getting the minutes that I thought he should have been getting just because, like you said, he's got the athleticism. Um, he's a borderline freak of nature when it comes to his physique and, and what he could do on the court. Those monster dunks um, are, are visually a most representative of that. Um, but what really sticks out for him and why I think he's going to be a phenomenal player, I really don't know what his ceiling is yet. I, uh, I've asked various people. Mark Jones, one of the voices of the NBA, was on the program last week. I asked him this, you know, who's his comp? Like, like what other player in, in the past or present can you compare Kaminga to? And he said maybe Paul George, but he might just be a, a unique specimen in that regard where he just is a standalone player. Um, my personal feeling is his ceiling could be Jason Tatum-ish uh, in terms of where he ends up. He still wow. needs to work on his outside shot. Uh, his three-point shot this year has struggled. Last year, he shot 37%, almost 38 from from beyond the arc, which is not bad at all. Uh, that number took a dip this year a little bit. But ultimately, what I see from him, he's ambidextrous. Uh, and, and he was showing that from his from the moment he, he joined the team, which is a very, in my at least humble opinion, a grossly underrated aspect of a player uh, in terms of causing massive problems for the defense, just because with a lot of players, you see a, a, a opposing defensive players are to be redundant, try to square up and force someone to go in one direction to, to get an advantage. You can't do that with Kaminga. He's as good with his left as he is with his right. He does have fantastic touch on the ball. Um, and he's also a basketball progeny. What people don't realize is his dad could have been an NBA player, uh, was a pro player in Africa, chose to stay in Africa for romantic reasons. Uh, he chose to, to stay there to be with his wife. They ended up having Jonathan and uh, three brothers um, and his brothers could be players as well someday. So he's got the lineage, he's got the athleticism, but he's also got the little things, feel for the game. Uh, as I mentioned, touch, uh, he's a complete player. And at this point, he's still very young. He's the second youngest player in the Warriors uh, behind just uh, uh, Brandon Pajemski, but they only have three months separating them. So the future is bright for this kid. He's barely 21, and I am so excited to see what's to come. Stay up to date all here on the Golden State Warriors by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Warriors on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports Today your first listen. Coming up, Antonio Pierce heads into a season without the interim tag. Before we get to that, there was a finals rematch a mile high on Thursday night. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorites with the NBA, players, teams, quick bets, same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Plus, you can make a same-game parlay live. A live same-game parlay for an even bigger payout. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. The Western Conference crazy right now, and FanDuel's odds reflect that. Despite the Timberwolves currently holding the top spot, the favorite to win the conference, still the Nuggets, 2-1. to one. Clippers right behind them, plus 240. Then the Thunder at plus 750. T-Wolves are tied with the Suns. Brutal. 9-1 to one to win the conference. Kind of like that. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and official sportsbook of Locked On. 
This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Heat and the Nuggets faced off in a finals rematch. The Heat lose a fun one. In Denver, 103 to 97, the Heat trailed the whole game. They came back from 16 down to get to within a possession in the final seconds with a chance to win this game, but they just couldn't come up with the win. The Heat go three and one on the trip. I thought Miami really went pretty far in showing that they can compete at a high level. You know, I asked this in our episode yesterday with Tobin how much of a must win this was for Miami, at least to validate a lot of the recent hype regarding their win streak and the fact that they're quote unquote back and everything else like that. And our concern, I think across the board, all three of us felt like they could not go out there and lay a, a huge egg out there on national television and get blown out. And it looked early on like that might be the case. Again, down 16, getting torched by Michael Porter Jr. Very, very sluggish, disconnected on offense. They couldn't find any way of scoring. Their defense was pouring and it looked like it was gonna go down that road. And then Miami, slowly but surely, clawed their way back, figured it out, got some better shooting, were able to attack the basket, were able to slow things down, playing to their tempo, and eventually kept pace. And as you said, had it within you know a handful of buckets late in the game. Unfortunately, couldn't close that gap, but I think it did go so far as to show that Miami can compete. The Jazz were in the Sunshine State to face the Magic. This is Philip Rossman-Reich, the host of Locked on Magic. It's your liner Magic defeat the Utah Jazz 115-107. to 107. As former Magic coach Chuck Daly used to say, there's no such thing as an ugly win. And, and with how tight the playoff margins are, every win counts. But we've said this, and if you follow the teams that have competed for playoffs, they say this all the time. You're not always playing the opponent. And look, Utah, I'm not here to disrespect Utah. They're a very good team. They played a very good game. They had every chance to win this one. They didn't hit shots down the stretch. The Magic got stopped. Jalen Suggs had a couple big threes. They were able to pull this one out. But this game and games like these are not about the opponent that the Magic are playing. They are about the standard that you play to, what you are about and the things you have to do. The Magic did a lot of things right tonight. They got to the paint. They got to the foul line. But they made a lot of individual mistakes, too. A lot of turnovers that led directly to jazz points. A lot of missed free throws. Things that they can control that they're going to need to win and compete when they get to the postseason. This may sound like an episode of Maury, but it isn't. At least, not yet. A judge has upheld the decision requiring Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who says the billionaire is her biological father. A Texas judge on Wednesday rejected an appeal from Jones of a 2022 ruling in a paternity case brought by Alexandra Davis, who previously alleged in a separate lawsuit that she was conceived from relationships Jones had with her mother in the mid-1990s. Not exactly a storybook ending here. On the ice, the Red Wings hosted the Islanders. 
It wasn't always pretty, but there was a lot to like about the Islanders' 5-3 win over the Detroit Red Wings. And, you know, I'll start it off with two things. Number one, at this point in the season, as we're into the home stretch and the Islanders are trying to make up ground and get back into a playoff position, I am not caring very much anymore about style points. Win ugly if you have to, but win in regulation as often as you can, unless you're playing a West Coast, you know, Western Conference team, in which case it doesn't matter, and just win. Get the two points. And the Canucks tangled with the Kings. The Canucks, man. Losers of six of seven. Six of seven. And it's okay. Because Phil Kessel is coming to save the day. Yo, this story, right? Captain Quinn Hughes, right? He gets the seat. Now it turns into what? The best defenseman. Well, one of them. In the NHL. More on that later. Now, what else happens, uh, Patterson? No, I'm not going to go through it with it. I think we've dropped seven episodes in the last two days on Elias Patterson. You already know the deal. Right, look at the Arch D. Baines thing, right? And more to the story. And more on him in a couple of minutes. Now, look at Look at the value. Yes, the value. Philip Ronick has gone, uh, done, uh, given to you. Now, look at the value. JT Miller has given to you. Uh, the story. All the trades. Lindholm, the story. And the success. Look at the record. And now look at the adversity. Real adversity. Here is another story you need to know. What is life for Antonio Pierce like without the interim tag? Last time we talked to you, uh, you said that it was just run, 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 run. Um, is it still kind of been that way? Yeah, we're still running. You know, we put the staff together, finalized that last week. Just trying to reach the combine. You know, look at the, the next uh, great future Raiders. Um, I think it's good that, you know, myself, Patrick Graham, Luke, you know, Tim McMahon, all get a chance to go up here and, and be around players as much as possible. Yeah, the workouts are going to take care of itself, but I think for us to really get to know uh, the individuals, get to see them, speak to them, feel them, let them see us, ask them questions, and then hopefully repeat that process until we get to the draft. What were your uh, goals and objectives on, on putting together that first staff? And do you feel like mm -hmm. how that pro how do you feel the process went? Do you feel like you guys were able to meet? Yeah, it was a long process. I mean, I interviewed eleven offensive coordinators, five O line coaches. Six old quarterback coaches. Like, there was a lot of guys, man. It was it was a very thorough process. You know, I had all the coaches in there as well. They were involved in the process because I wanted to make sure, not just for me, but it fit all of us. Um, I feel like we got a group of men that are uh, well-rounded, have a lot of ideas. Um, some guys have done it at the highest level as far as being a head coach for multiple years. Some guys just getting into the game. Um, I think I got to make some bold former players, as you see, I think we got seven yeah. that, uh, on the staff. Um, but then also you got some that just, you got some coaches that, you know, when you look at them and you really, say, damn, how does that, how does that match with what Luke is doing or what Patrick, well, it might not match, but it's a, it's an idea. It's something that we were either studying that we had talked about prior. And I said, you know what, let's, let's pull from that system. And let's see, at the end of the day, we're going to still structure everything the way that, you know, myself, Patrick and Luke, and McMahon sees it, but it's okay to have different ideas and think outside the box. 
there's a lot of different flavors of quarterbacks that are going to be in this combine. Is there a particular style that fits with what the Raiders want to do in your mind? Uh, I just want a leader. I want a guy that can lead, that wants to compete. I want a guy that's uh, not afraid of a challenge because this is a big challenge that we have in front of us, especially you got the world champs in our division again. Um, uh, you know what you got to deal with each and every <laughs> year as long as Patrick Mahomes in that division. And I want somebody that says, you know what, I want to go for that challenge because that's the same way I look at it going against, you know, those four head, those other three head coaches in this division. Um, and then somebody that just wants to really compete. I, I want to see that competitive spirit in our quarterback. Uh, a guy that, you know, when the game's on the line, you know, he he wants the ball and in different ways, either making the, the throws, doing it with his legs, or, you know, putting us in the right call. So those are the things I'm really looking for, those intangibles. Um, I don't want to go with the unknown. I want to go with a proven winner. And somebody that knows what it's like to grind and go through some adversity because we're going to go through that. Speaking of the Chiefs, in your mind, how, how close do you feel this team is to be able to beat them consistently? Yeah, that's the key word, consistently. Right. Um, you can do it one time. You can be a one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. I know that's what everybody expects us to do, but we're expecting to compete and try to build a team and a staff and a roster to do that. And, again, it's going to start with, you know, to be honest, it's got to start with your defense because you got to you got to deal with the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. And the head coach were very good, the best of the best, man. Going to go down is probably gold jackets. You know, let's, let's call it spade to spade. And um, how close are we? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that answer today. Um, once the roster gets built and you see the staff work together, um, I think that's going to be the critical part about it. I think our mindset is there, though. I think we believe we can compete with them. We just got to go out there and do it. Stay up to date all year on the Las Vegas Raiders by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Raiders on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, could the Patriots trade the third overall pick? This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The New England Patriots have entered the real world. No longer Bill Belichick, no longer Tom Brady. So with that, there's some rebuilding to do. But could that rebuilding be expedited if they trade the third overall pick? Locked on NFL hosts Ross Jackson and Kyle Krabs speculate. Yeah, and if we're thinking about the team trading out of three, the New England Patriots, would the intent then be to just roll with Mac Jones? Maybe try to build a little bit around him? I mean, is there really confidence in with that potential quarterback situation there? I, I think that team has so much work to do mm -hmm. that I think there's kind of an understanding of we, we just need to pool talented players. We need yeah. resources. The, the one the one parting gift that Belichick left that team when he left is they didn't do a ton of structure or restructures of contracts. Yeah, they didn't yeah. prorate a bunch of money. They didn't trade away, away all their draft picks. Now they need the the spike in in young talent to come in, mm -hmm. but so they're in a fairly healthy cap situation. But then they have an opportunity to move out and still draft really talented players. And you've kind of heard they might be a team that kicks on a veteran quarterback too. Oh, sure. Uh, just just as they try to foundationally get this new era of New England football figured out. I don't understand any conversation about a rebuilding team that goes, well, they're so far away from a quarterback helping them that they should build everything else first. The hardest thing in sports is to find a great quarterback. The most important thing in sports 
is to have a great quarterback. How many opportunities are you going to have to draft a player like Drake May or Jaden Daniels, guys who in any other year would be potential number one overall picks? The Patriots have that opportunity now. They have a good defense. They have continuity in-house with their defense and their front office. Yeah, there's, there are probably some skill players away and the offensive line could use some revamping. You have time for that. That's what the rookie contract is for. Go get your quarterback. I don't, I don't understand this conversation at all. And finally, the 30 for 30 on Shohei Otani that will one day be released is going to be epic. During the process of his free agency, we learned the name of his dog. Now that he's in spring training, we've learned he recently got married. A few days after his Cactus League debut with the Dodgers, Otani posted on Instagram that he recently got married to a Japanese woman. That's it. That's all we know. Seriously, these are normal things, surface level things that feel like heavily guarded secrets when it comes to the most talented baseball player on the planet. His secrecy will one day lead to the greatest documentary or biopic the world has ever seen. Mark my words. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, who's the most likely team to make a trade in the first round of this year's NFL draft? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.